0: Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Manning Publications. If you use the discount code YTFisher at checkout, you'll get 40% off my Docker in Motion course. It is five and a half hours long and it teaches the fundamentals of Docker. Go to howtocowell.net forward slash to get my course or other video courses and books from Manning Publications. Link in the description below. Hello coders. Today I would like to talk about comfort zones. I'm not joined by a guest today and that's done on purpose because I've recently come out of various different comfort zones and it's a suggestion on the discord server to talk about comfort zones in one of my podcasts. So I thought I would take the opportunity to talk about that. What is a comfort zone? Let's talk about that first of all. Well, this is an area that you inhabit that is comfortable right it's the zone that you're in and to be honest everybody is in a some form of comfort zone they are comfortable in the environment that they have created and this gets created often or not by accident to be honest because you become more used to the tools that you use the people that you speak to the way you work and that becomes comfortable because you become more efficient you you like to do that change of that becomes uncomfortable or can be uncomfortable. And there is a transition period between one comfort zone and the next. We'll talk about if you should move out of a comfort zone in a, in, in a few minutes, but let's just, let's just talk about some of the comfort zones that I've been in in my 20 years as a web developer. So one comfort zone that uh, I do remember moving out of and the pain of doing so, was going from Windows to Linux as a development environment. The learning curve of Linux was just so, so steep. And there was so many times in that, or during that transition, where I was like, well, you know, why don't I just do this in Windows? You know, I know how to do it from Windows. And it was that transition period, that sort of Learning how the uh, the command line works, learning how the file system hangs together of Linux, um, and yes, I'm definitely still learning. It's you know it's a it's a discovery journey that one is continually going through. Uh, but I could have, if I wanted to, I could have just drew a line under it and gone, no, this is too much. I am more comfortable and more efficient as a developer to work in Windows. Another transition, another. Uncomfortable period of learning was moving from um, SSH to Docker, right? So learning how to deploy things on Docker, or learning how to create environments uh, in Docker, and instead of using, say, FTP, or SSH as a means of updating a website, running these things as Docker images and publishing these to containers. Because then you 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 had to learn so much more about how things hang together, the security risks of Docker, all of the different aspects of Docker, the networking side of things, all of that stuff that I just left to either other developers to handle or, you know, just to the system that I was comfortable with that handled that. So here I'm talking about lamps and mamps and wamp stacks. So you were just comfortable with how that was set up. The transition of uh, moving from that to Docker though, was really sort of like pushed because of the freelance stuff. I was doing lots of different projects at the same time. So I needed a way of isolating those projects from one to the next. So I was kind of seeing Docker as the solution for that. But in order to get to that point, that was so, so challenging. And you had to just put the work in and learn Docker. I'm now a Docker fanboy and that I would never, I would never look back. Let's talk about the career. So the career transitions from going from a, a junior developer to a senior developer, from a senior developer who works in an office to a senior developer who is part of a remote team. So then learning how, you know, the, the comfort zone of your your environment so no longer was I sitting next to other developers and having the ability to um, speak to people in the corridor or sat next to me or at the water cooler. I had to cope with working on my own. That was a huge comfort zone change shift. Now I have the uh, the problem of trying to get out on and actually see people <laughs> that is that is a, a, a negative, I guess, of being a remote developer because you can get so blanketed as to your own sort of your own comfort zone. You, you you know, if you're not careful, then a couple of days go by and you haven't seen anybody. So I'm now trying to move out of that comfort zone that I've set up over the last few years of being a remote developer to be more engaging with other developers in a human to human sort of basis. And this moves on to the speaking. So I would like to improve my speaking career. I would like to uh, speak eventually at conferences. And I've, I've decided upon a challenge for myself to go to a user group, speak at a user group once every month. And uh, I set this challenge uh, for myself about three or four months ago. So far, I've spoken at uh, PHP Oxford, PHP South Wales, and most recently at uh, WordPress in Cheltenham, the user groups there. And they've been fantastic. However, it has been terrifying. It's been absolutely terrifying. And and uh, the anxiety beforehand is uh, is quite high the adrenaline rush and then the, the you know the euphoria once you've done the the talk is is brilliant and the amount of people that you you get to talk to and you're exposed to is fantastic so it's well well worth it but you know coming out of just a remote Position where you are just working for yourself for clients who perhaps you are not even going to see for like another month or so, so you don't even have that interaction with the client from a face to face point of view to standing in front of many, many people and talking about something that you're passionate about. Um, it's quite challenging, it, it, it is quite challenging, but that's me trying to get out of a comfort zone now. Everything I've mentioned here might seem like comfort zones is a bad thing, right? So you might be thinking, oh, well, comfort zones, that's not a, being in a comfort zone for too long is a bad thing. I don't, I would disagree. I think there are some times where comfort zones are a good thing. So for example, if you're, if you're progressing in your career and you're, and you don't want to change your career, you, there's no external influence that requires you to move to another career to another job and you're happy there if you are truly and utterly happy where you are right now then why change to something else so i know people who've been in the same company for several several you know many many years many many years doing the same sort of a similar role right so they've progressed in their career so they've become very senior in in what they do they are very aware of how the, the company fits together. They're aware of both the business needs, their requirements. They're also aware of the code, right? Because, you know, they've written pretty much most of it, right? Or they've been around the projects that have evolved the company over time. So they, they know the decisions. They are pretty much part of the furniture, right? Because that they've established themselves there, Why would they want to move to another company where they have to then relearn all the bits and pieces again? That is a comfortable place for them to be, and they are actually a valuable asset to that company. So as long as those two parties acknowledge that, then that's perfectly fine, in my opinion. And yes, it could be the fact that they are limiting their growth in terms of the languages that they learn, the frameworks that they learn, because they're not exposed to those things. But the decision that they've made is that they don't want to be exposed to those things because they're comfortable where they are. And they have no desire or inclination of learning those other additional bits and pieces. And I think that's perfectly acceptable, to be honest. Um, It really depends on where you want to go. So, if you're in your comfort zone and you are miserable, well, it's not comfortable, is it? If it's if it's making you feel miserable, then you want to get out of your comfort zone and look at other things. However, I should say that not always is the case where the grass is greener on the other side. So you need to really think that and appreciate that there is going to be a level of pain from moving out of your comfort zone into another comfort zone it could even take many years, right? From, from moving from one to next, being as comfortable as you are now into something completely different, um, is going to be challenging. The other thing that I would say about comfort zones as to perhaps not moving from one to the next is, is having the, is broadening your brush to, too wide. So in terms of learning different languages and different frameworks, um, it, it can be very beneficial just to focus on laravel or just to focus on or or symphony or flask if you're a python dev or django and and really and really sort of hone down your skills in a i don't want to say a niche but i i just want to say like to to really narrow down and identify where your specialisms are and be comfortable with those and learn those like the back of your hand rather than go, oh, I know a little bit of this. I know a little bit of that. And I'm a little bit of this in the sense of being a full stack dev. I'm aware of a lot of things I've played with a lot of things, but my specialisms are PHP and Python um, and JavaScript. But in terms of like knowing the uh, React or Vue as much as I know PHP, yeah, that's not going to happen. I I mean, I'll I'll build Vue and React applications, but I'm not as comfortable with those technologies as as I am with PHP. So you want to make sure that you have an anchor, which is comfortable. And that anchor for me is PHP and Python. So, you know, that's, that's the way I've sort of progressed in my sort of career. And one piece of advice that I really want to give to junior developers or people who are looking to come into this industry and coming into the industry itself is going into another comfort zone or that transition period. The piece of advice that I want to say is do not get so overwhelmed with all of the technologies, all of the acronyms, all of the crazy things that one needs to learn. Um, Like I said, try and create your anchor point. Try and work out what it is that you want to be a specialist in. Be aware of all the other technologies around those, but treat them like satellites. Yes, you might learn more about one thing than another thing, but you will never, ever, 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 ever learn everything in web development. You're not going to get to your deathbed knowing every single thing. That is just not going to happen. Everybody knows web development slightly differently because they have different experiences. Together, in a good team, it's an extremely powerful thing because everybody has a slightly different perspective, a slightly different level of knowledge, and together that's fascinating. So don't don't worry about, oh you know, I've I've learnt enough Vue.js. So let's go ahead and learn React. Ask yourself, do you really need to do that? Is there actually a need for you to do that? One thing I would definitely suggest doing is to learn the language far more than learning the framework, because the language is something that that will rarely change. Frameworks come and go, libraries come and go all the time. So don't invest your time and your comfort zone in something that might change in the future. Thanks ever so much for watching or listening on the podcast. Happy coding, everyone. I'll see you again next time. Cheers. Bye. Before we go I just want to say that if anybody wants to join the Discord channel then please do so. Go to howtocodewell.net forward slash discord. There's channels in there for coding help, there's channels in there for coding challenges, new coders, lots of stuff for programming. There's a nice little community that's building up there. So if you've got any coding questions you want to ask then do check out howtocodewell.net forward slash discord. Of course if you want to support the channel and if you want to get early access to some of these podcasts and the tutorials that I've got on the YouTube channel, then do check out our Patreon account. That's patreon.com forward slash well. You'll also get access to the pro user discord channels and the voice chat channels as well. Thanks very much. Happy coding, everyone. I'll see you again in the next one. Cheers. Bye.